They man, haven't look. beat United in 10 years, nigga. I was in <laughs> middle school, B, eating snack lunches, ordering three cookies for a dollar with the yeah. chocolate milk. I am a grown-ass man. Get Can't your club worry. together, B. The boy, me a rich, united like Van Nistelrooy. Then I bet you ready, you too. Hard child, y'all not ready for the few. Don't get me wrong, violence is not a forte. I just like to rhyme, kick the lyric skills like Pele. Y'all niggas know about it, my kick game is World Cup World Cup, I know that they don't get me I keep them bitches clean, though my sneaker game is messy What's good? Welcome to the New Watchers Podcast It's your boy Fields here on the mic, hosting again uh, We got my man Action Bronson in here this week I'm still trying to find Antoine Griezmann <laughs> we got Chop. Yo, 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 3-0. And we got my man Scams. Yo, what's good? The Philadelphia Eagles got scammed by two Nigerians. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> don't, don't start, yo. Do not start. You're crossing all by <laughs> Yeah, man. It's, we're not talking about them right now. <laughs> Shut up, Nelson um, Aguilar. <laughs> oh, my God, that fucking bum. I think I watched 13 seconds of football this week since the Jets were off. <laughs> so you only subject yourself to torture i'm a glutton for it dog <laughs> i see yeah. that um oh shit we got an all madrid and all manchester pod today all right but um so let's let's start over in spain uh what's going on with barcelona Mike? god damn um what looked like it should have after those those uh players got sent off which should have been a gimme uh, ended up being pretty difficult for them. So, Chop, you got any explanation on how that shit went down, yeah? Yo, I, I, I can't explain what happened against Malaga yesterday. I can. I can't because even though you don't have Messi, you don't have Suarez, this, this you still have a decent 11, especially against Malaga, uh, and you're playing at home. Um, Neymar tried. He tried, but PK was their best player. He was their best attacker for the majority of the game. (laughs) Outplayed Paco from the striker three. Yo, it was unbelievable. And I was going to get to Paco, but Barca, I think they're in trouble, guys. I mean, I know, I know we said it before. And so thin. They're such a thin squad right now. Yeah, bro. But they they've been thin for years. But I feel like they they actually tried. They went out in the market after a couple of years of just getting like one big piece and and stuff. They tried to splash the cash and, and uh, like really reinforce the squad. And other than Umtiti, has any of their signings really like played up to? No. I mean, I- coming back, Gomes stinks. Dine. <laughs> <laughs> Gomes Gomes had a decent game yesterday. He, he was not right, but he still he was, like he still disappears for he he's the type of guy that needs the ball at his feet that needs to create and in that midfield he's not going to be able to do so because yeah. Boosie's going to run it when Iniesta's out. Look, rumor is they're they're thinking about moving Lucho upstairs. I don't think they're going to fire him, but 
Um, well, that's, I been, know, I think that's he, been the talk on the timeline, yo. It's been a lot of Lucho out I've been seeing. Because uh, they're saying, like, and me, I've always been a person that, like, looking at looking at the games, they've been super reliant on that front three. And we've been saying for years that, that beyond the squad being razor thin, if they can't beat you with, like, magic, it doesn't really work like them. Like, they they have been suffering from, like, not having a plan B. This and that goes down to coaching, right? In a way, but this isn't this isn't Barcelona from yesteryear. Like, they're – Boosie's getting old. Iniesta's damn near dead. Xavi's gone. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this isn't – Yeah, but they, they spent money. They signed a lot of players this summer, and none of them have paid them. So somebody's, somebody's not doing their job right. Lowest of keys. The only signing that's hit in the last couple of years is Neymar. Yeah. Right. Like and none of oh, none, of, none of the people none of the people that they signed are from uh, La Masia nothing. Well, Not, because they're letting them leave for people. Letting them leave. Look at your boy at uh, Benfica, dog. Well, Grimaldo's is gonna go for thirty five mil off could of. They not use him right. Could they not use him right now. He walks into this. <laughs> <laughs> but even that, like you know, and they what? signed Digna. That's and crazy. How Adamator is doing one versus three in the Premier League? Goddamn. How so, how so much that, better? How much better would Munir look in this lineup than Paco does? Oh, I, again, I've said it. Paco is probably the worst. He's 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 low key the worst signing in La Liga. It might be the the worst signing in, in the sport right now. Right now, just because of all the hype and what they paid and what and what Munir's doing compared to him. So he went. I think all his talent was in that Valencia captain's armband. <laughs> as soon as he lost that shit, he turned. But he's he's off. performed for the the national team. I I just don't know what's going on. I don't know. I don't. Something. And I expected a lot more out of Neymar in that yeah. game, and he disappeared. He almost got one, but uh, Super Cat Camine. Dog. Hey, man. <laughs> that save was cold. Carlos Camini had the game of his life, and we say that like twice a year. Twice a year, dog. <laughs> like, no, there's no excuse. Like, Malaga lost a, set, a defensive midfielder. They lost Diego Lorente to the red, and then they lost their fucking outside winger. So yeah. that entire left side was exposed. They had to recover and they had to make some terrible subs. Yeah, like they, they didn't park the bus. They like were like a semi jackknife dog. Like Malaga started two teams. Yeah, it was bad. Still able to draw Barcelona on nine men. But yeah, yeah. I, I can't explain Barca fields. I don't I don't know what's going on. They're four so, they're four behind us. It looks like Met. They just need Messi. So where do they where do they go from here? Because I mean. Like changing changing coach midseason, obviously. Besides, like that initial boost may not really help unless they have someone lined up. Um, but it seems like they've just been trying to chase the magic. Like this, like before that, the, um, the coach before that wasn't really successful. Like since Pep, they've been trying to do like the same kind of formula, homegrown. And uh, like like you said, like Lamazi is not producing talent into their first team anymore. Barcelona's front office ineptness has been covered by Ronaldinho, by Messi, by, I mean, Suarez to a certain extent. But for the most, like, they've hit. They haven't hit very often. Like, Tata yeah. Martino was coaching Barcelona. Now he's coaching the fucking Atlanta United. Yeah. 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 And, and, um, the, just, I mean, yeah, Chris hit it on the head. Like, Tata, he had all the talent. He couldn't do it well. Lucho, I mean, he won a treble, so he can always say that. But Messi's, I just Messi's I masking a lot of their fuckery. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on over there. I really don't. Um, whew. And then you got rumors like City are trying to buy Messi and stuff like that. Uh -huh. And it's just, 
it's not it's not a good time to be a Kool Aid right now. Yeah, I was following that uh, Raphael guy. Y'all know him. That <laughs> yeah, he got me blocked. Fuck Raphael for life. <laughs> Stop sending shots, yeah. <laughs> I think one of one of the uh, biggest things I got from his timeline is that like Barca's board is like man, not his board. It's just a fucked up board, like, and that's just really affecting everything. Dog, their new sponsor sells whale meat. Yeah. <laughs> so what? They sell whale meat. That rac- <laughs> rac- yeah. that, that online Japan. Chinese market, I think it's Chinese, isn't it? It's Japanese? Yeah. yeah. They, they sell like whale meat and like elephant tusks and shit. Oh shit, they're wilding. But they pay. But look, this is all I'm going to say about Barca and then I'll let whatever happen. But think about all the players that turned Barca away this summer. You got, you got, you had a Carlos Baca. Gamero. Gamero. Um, there were a couple of strikers that turned him down. The rumor is that they tried to go after Coutinho this summer, and he said no. Yep, Coutinho. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have turned Barca down. There was, and, and, you there know, was early Pogba that. talk after after Real. Yeah, that's right. That's he was, right. He was never going to Barcelona. He was he wasn't, but but they were saying that like there was there was a little mini mini like period where they tried to reach yeah, out to him, and he was like, yeah, no. yeah, man, it's. It's crazy, guys. I mean, you don't usually hear people turning down, down Barcelona. Um, even if, even if, and most of them said that you know they they knew that they weren't going to get the minutes, but just for cats like to even want to have that success or a shot at winning a trophy in Europe or something like that, and for them like Gamero to turn down Barca, that's crazy. Just to go to Atletico. Yeah, and go to Atletico, right? Right. So, but that's all I'm going to leave it at. But it's. Kool-Aid's, Kool-Aid's got the tissues out right now. Fuck Barcelona. They about to go through. <laughs> they about to go through our like mid two thousand period. I feel it. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's it's looking it's looking a little raggedy. It's papering over the cracks, but uh, hopefully they could they could get it together. But I I don't know if 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 what they have at their disposal will be able to save them this season. But speaking of Atletico, I know you boys want to mm. want to talk a little bit. Mm. Uh, Wait before they talk. Y'all know Malaga had nine men. Nine. Yeah, nine, they, had bro. Two, they had two red cards in the second half. Nine, bro. Nine. Nine. That's like, two, and two of their starters were 19 and 18 years old. Yep, and they couldn't I just, score. I just have to put that out there and let y'all know it was nine of them. Not 11. <laughs> nine of them. Nine. Nine. Nine, dog. Like no go. To Germany. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of Atletico, we had a, we had a big – we had a big game over over in the capital over there, uh, Atletico versus Real. A lot of people were hyping it up and saying that uh, this would pretty much be like one of the early determining games in, in the La Liga season, which has been pretty tight up at the top of the table. Um, but yeah, man, Real Real 3-0. The boy Ronnie, they can't he got he signed his new contract. He was posing. <laughs> got a yeah, got kind of a uh, home. I mean that that's my man's and all, so I don't want to disrespect. But the free kick was deflected, <laughs> and and the penalty was a little. Mm. Hey, but but hey, man, the, the ball got to go in the back of the net, man. And y'all look good. Not y'all to mention it's Jan Oblak as goalie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. And uh, Isco, Isco, Isco is back. Chop. I'll let you say what you got to say first, because then I got some shit I got to say. All right, I'll be, <laughs> I'll be quick, just because I'm happy with. With the result, it was the last game in the Calderon, or at least the last derby until they move into their new stadium. So the the victory is even that much sweeter because 
they were hadn't been beaten there in 14 months. So let me just get that out the way. Shout out to my man Zidane. He had no Ramos, no Cruz, a limited Benzema, which I'm surprised he put him out there. He shouldn't even have played. He made no. Yeah, effect. that was crazy. Was- um, he had to change formation. He looked Diego Simeone in the face and said, let's do this. Tactical battle. And it worked. He sacrificed Bale. He put uh, Isco at the 10, kind of playing at the 10. And Ronnie at the 9, who's slowly, slowly transitioning to that role. Told you. Told yeah, you did. I, it's, it's crazy. I couldn't believe it. And we balled out. Now, first, Atleti came out strong. I ain't going to lie. I was worried. O'Block was saving everything. Torres was getting in the box. Um, Atleti know how to put pressure on. On I mean, they're not. They don't score a lot of goals, but for some reason, they just know how to like just barrage the your your final third. But they'll blitz the fuck out of you. Yeah, dude. they blitz you. And then they do in periods though. Like they'll sit back and park the bus for seventy minutes, and then for yeah. twenty minutes during the game, they're gonna just blitz you. Um, but there were look. It was three zero. It could have been four zero. It could have been five zero. Fucking seven. But uh, look, I, I, that, I'm gonna let Chris talk because I know he has a lot to say. But I'm gonna tell Chris right now. I don't want to hear nothing about Zidane. No negative, because he he's he's proven. I just I just wanted Chris to to speak on because when when that lineup came out, we was in the chat. Hey. Chris Chris was ready to write man's you off, know, bro. I was ready to jump as off. As soon as, <laughs> I saw, as soon as I saw Isco in that lineup, I was like, Chris is in the street yelling right yeah, now. Man. Chris came in the chat ready for blood, yo. <laughs> Go for it, Chris. I'm done, man. But I'm I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm too happy. Now. This stretch now, between this to December 3rd, we have the Champions League game against Sporting, and then we have the, the Barcelona game. At this point in time, I might possibly, maybe a little bit, be uh, respecting Zidane. <laughs> oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. And oh, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll explain why to you. Hold up, I need some Funk Flex bombs right now. Hold on, hold on, wait, <laughs> Now nah, we need some Uchi Wallis or is it one Mike? Now I'll explain to you why. I've always preached to you that I, Zidane to me was just a farce technically. Like he never really was able to make adjustments. Yeah. And, and in the biggest game of the year so far, he finally fucking made adjustments. <laughs> like, dog, we went from Varane and Nacho being uh, the, the center back pair that allowed a 4 0 drubbing against Atleti. And he kept such good shape with this back line. Like, Carvajal was brilliant. Marcelo was brilliant. And that brings me to Isco. I, I've been one of his biggest critics, and I, I, I'll easily admit that. But when he switched from this 4-4-2 that wasn't really working, like no one was really able to get in, Isco wasn't able to penetrate from that left wing and cut in. Nope. And then he switched to that 4-2-3-1 where he tucked Isco in at the 10 and he put Bale out wide so yep. he could cut in, and then he just put Ronaldo up top. It was there was no turning back. That's the best we've looked all year, was when we switched to that four two three one, and you know for him to make those changes and pretty much out coach Simeone in the last game at the Calderon, like that's that's huge to me. And like I'll, this to me could be one of those games where people that were Zidane detractors or just you know just people that thought we deserved a better coach start to come around on him because I mean I am like that was this was a big big game. It was. And it was the best coach game he had. 
Yeah, man, you guys, you guys look real good. The uh, the only thing that I could say detracting from Isco is that that one ball where it eventually it was called offsides, but I don't think it was. <laughs> Yo, why <laughs> he shot that shit back to the burnabout, bro? <laughs> <laughs> and the funny Yo. part, he almost got a yellow for that shit because he had yeah, it, and it was late on the play. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, was, he was mad though. He was mad. That, I mean, that was a hell of a run, and who picked him out with that pass? It was uh, Marcelo. 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 Yo, Marcelo. Hey, man. Like, Marcelo. Marcelo is fucking brilliant. You can Like, if somebody came up to me and was like, yo, Real Madrid, oh, Marcelo is your best player. I I, I couldn't say. You could say that, like, about four different players right now. You could say it. You could say it, and I'll be like, okay. Yeah, but he he makes y'all hum, you know. Like, there's just a way that he can, like. He has. He because can make the ball move. He can defend. His link up play on the left is brilliant. Like he's complete as fuck right now, and it's yeah, it's great to see him play. And, and they're and having like, a hard time. They're having a hard time finding a replacement. Yeah, man. <laughs> also, also, shout out to the idiots that talk shit about Tony Cruz. Ronaldo, already, Ronaldo oh, yeah. no, fuck them. I'm not even giving them time of day on our podcast. Well, you know, I mean, with him out, with him not out there, and then you know, hearing us say like, "Oh, this is the best Real Madrid has looked," because and, they're finally and, and, and that gives people coach. that gives people that fuel to be like, "Oh, well, Cruz wasn't out there. Look how we play." Yeah, hey, I mean, man, we'll take him at OT. Whatever y'all want, <laughs> we got the cash. Yeah. <laughs> and and Marcelo's live replacements already been lined up. Ronaldo already mentioned them. Rafael Guerreiro is eventually coming. Oh uh, well, we'll see. We'll but yeah, I, I feel like um, Marcelo hasn't gotten his due for like how class he's been for so long, you know. And yeah. I, I think right now people are really realizing like front to back, like complete as fuck, just been balling out of control this year. Yeah. So, so I remember shout- last year when I said he was the best fullback on earth. Everyone kept throwing David Alaba's name. Alaba. Yeah, Chris, I was just gonna, I was just gonna say that. <laughs> but oh, man, shout out the Afro God. He don't got one of them funny ass cuts, yo. It's that black man's blood. Salute him. <laughs> Yo, don't bring up David Alaba's name, man. I might cry right now. Now, Journey's a left back, and he would have been perfect for us. But I'm a fucking a left back no more. Oh, man. What is he now? He's a, he's a utility player. Yeah, man. Whatever Carlo wants to put. Whatever Carlo wants him at. He's doing the same thing with Philip Long, too. He, he's yeah. a defensive Miller, bro. He doesn't have a position anymore. He's just that's the Alaba. That's <laughs> wherever, wherever we need him to line up, that's where he is. But uh, let's, go to, let's go to the losing, the losing side. Because like you guys said, last, last derby at the, at the Calderon before they open up their new, their new stadium and to take this type of L and the season hasn't gone as great as they had wanted to coming off the CL final last year. And yeah. you got, you got the greasy main over there telling the press that he's asking Pogba, how is everything at United and how is Mourinho as a coach? You got, you got all this stuff going on. Where do they go from here? People are trying to tempt Simeone away. Inter is apparently <laughs> ready to splash the cash, bust out the, uh, bust out the checkbook. I think he got away from his style. Um, I think he let the fact that they wanted to spend money like big clubs set them aside because that's never like their midfield never looked better than it was when it was Thiago, Saul, and Koke. Mm-hmm. Like that was when they were making their best runs and in deep into Europe and when they were winning the league. So like the fact that they've spent over I think two hundred and fifty million in the last two years. Someone fact check me, but I really believe it's right around that range. Yeah, they've been one of the. 
they've been one of the top spending clubs uh, in the world over the past couple of seasons, but they still have this weird reputation of being like a, a, a like squeaky, we're going to get by on like home. You know talent, why? Because you know the casual I mean? fan didn't know they existed until three years ago. <laughs> that's, <laughs> hey man, that's true. <laughs> I, I, I have a different look. I, I look ahead. Um, Diego Simeone has done a lot for Atletico Madrid, not only as a player, but as a manager and this as this he's the face of that. Like whenever you say Atletico Madrid, you don't think of a player first. At least I don't. I immediately think of Diego Simeone. But I agree with Chris. There's no thinking about it. Diego is trying to get his team to become a more attacking team, and that's just not their style now. And he's he's forcing he's forcing something that it's brand new. I mean, they, they're still in the formation, but the 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 passing tactics in the in the um the movement is different. Also, um, the spine of his team has stunk it up this year. Yeah, yeah, the center yeah. backs, Koke's been bad. Gabi's been bad. Like the spine of their team is like. Yeah, it's a uh, look. I yes, they spend a lot of money, but Simeone, Simeone doesn't play these dudes a lot. Like, where's Nico Gaetan? Where's the? Uh, you know funny. I was gonna mention him. He only <laughs> two subs against us yesterday. Well, and he brought him in at the same time. He was he was yeah, worried. Nico, Nico and he brought in two strikers. Nico yeah, yep. would have been the perfect sub because he would have pushed. Yo, yeah. we were looking a little shaky on the wings, especially Luca. Luca gave the ball away a bunch of times. Bunch. Nico is the type of player that he's at his best running at guys. Put him, have him just run at Luca, and I would have been worried. The fact yeah. that he didn't use him, like that was that was crazy. To me. Look, uh, this is what I'm gonna say. I mean, I don't believe that Simeone will leave for Inter, but United fans, pay attention to that story right there because if he leaves. I don't want Diego. You already, you can already say that Griezmann is leaving, and majority of those players are probably going to leave. The young, the young ones. Yeah, because Simeone, Simeone was the pie oh. piper for the for the uh, Argentinian kids to come up through there, and they oh, go yeah. follow him wherever he goes, or it is going to be like, all right, I'm out. Slow, um, open that checkbook up for Carrasco. This this club Yo, depends I'm, on this club depends on what Diego Simeone does. They're in limbo right now, for real. Yeah. And I, I think until he determines their future, like you said, Chop, uh, every, everybody's just kind of in like a waiting period. Uh, and there's, yeah. there's a lot of uncertainty around it, especially with like a new stadium owning. This is like not the place yep. to be right now. Yeah. Um, they're, sitting scale, in, they're sitting in Europa qualifications right now, waiting yeah. to open up that new stadium. If yeah. they open that new stadium up with no Europe or Champions League even better, like that's, I think he needs. And not only that is on the line, but if Diego does leave, there's no way Atletico can find a manager that's better than him for that club. They'd probably no, try to. No, try to no way. There's no way. First of all, a lot of people don't think Atletico is a sexy team already, let alone a sexy club for uh, a top manager to manage in. So mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know, man. It's. But I think, Simeone's, I think Simeone's done a lot for the reputation of the club, though. I think, oh, yeah. I think that I think that like in the past in the past few years with the CL final appearances, winning the league, like Atletico is now is now a, a name, especially well, like it's always been a name, but like to to people who who haven't like really 
known about the, that second tier, you know what I mean? And even if you look at some of the stars that have come even to like the Premier League have been like Atletico players, you know? Yeah. We were having the discussion before we were talking about Atletico strikers and like the amount of talent that's come out of that club. I think they don't get their due for like the players that have played there. Um, but yeah, I think, like I said, it's, it's going to be a weird situation scams i know you were talking about griezmann before and uh that everlasting united link um yeah um, yeah how do you feel about that that perspective transfer i'm gonna say a couple of things first of all i think diego and atletio both run their courses together i feel like they both like you know one he brought them to a place and two they brought him to a place i feel like they both are just kind of i think this is kind of it the end of the road for them maybe it might not be but i just feel like it is and he's probably gonna go to Inter. Um, as far as Griezmann, I think Griezmann is a good player, but I just don't want him at my club. Like, I know there's gonna a lot of people say, oh, you don't want Antoine at your team. No, not really, I don't. Um, I don't really want him at my team. I think he's a good player, but at the same time, like, what's his best position? Like, we already have a million people that can play left wing, right wing. We have a million people that can play strike, we have a million people that can play the 10. So there's no need for him. It's a luxury buy that we don't need. And I'm gonna sound crazy, but I feel like even in our academy, like we have enough quality players that we don't need Antoine. I'm sorry. Like I look at a youngster like Callum Gribbon or like Angel Gomez, something like that. We don't need to like get someone who's gonna Rashford's more talented than Griezmann. Oh my god. I mean I'm not saying he's the better player right now. (laughs) Right now. Who's gonna have a higher ceiling? Rashford's ceiling is much higher. Well, yeah, but Rashford's what, eighteen and Griezmann's what, twenty four, twenty five? That's the that's six years of development. Griezmann is what he is. Like he's not going to change. I don't yeah, that. I, but also, I think you have to look at a Simeone team, and if you get him in the right situation, not saying Mourinho is the right coach because it's he's still not. it's still a defensive style. But if you got him in a say say all right, say Coutinho left, right? Say say we'll, we'll look at Liverpool. Say Coutinho left, and Liverpool needs to adjust, right? And they move Firmino um, into like a different position, and then put Griezmann at left, or they put um, Griezmann up top. They that cook. team could be cold, bro. Cold cook. as fuck. <laughs> like I, I said, he's a I, talented player. He's just – he's not what pe- – people are trying to push him into this Neymar, Bale, Ronaldo, Messi category. And it's a- but, but you have to look at him in the system that he's playing in too. Like these things are like – that's why comparisons yeah, but- between players are, are difficult because like – you're going from a Simeone style, which, like, although it's more attacking now, in the past has not been as as forward facing. And like, even with them being a defensive minded team, he literally has carte blanche to do whatever he wants in it. <laughs> like, literally, like that entire attack is tailored with uh, reason on the ball. Yeah, well, I mean, like, even, yeah. even though they're a defensive system, like it's still tailored to get him as many chances as possible in front of goal. Mm-hmm. He just. I don't care what anyone says. To be 25 years old like this, to be considered the player he is, and to disappear in as many big games as he does, that's that's alarming to me. Uh, but some some big players just just do that, you know? I mean... That are considered in the tier he is. Hey, if you're a big player, if you're a big player and you don't show up in big games, are you really a big player? Thank you. I can't um, argue that. Uh, I Ronaldo was tracking back in this fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So, but so this is going to so take us down a wormhole because <laughs> I would say you could look at a player like Iguain. 
People, Iguain right. has a reputation of disappearing mm. and bottling big chances in yeah, huge but no one games. Him to but, 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 Neymar but, says he should win the Ballon d'Or. But when, but when you talk, yeah, yeah, but, but the reason people don't put him in that category is specifically for the fact that he bottles big chances. And I don't know if that's fair necessarily. How many big chances did Griezmann bottle in the European final in both of them? <laughs> there we go. I knew it. Iguain just doesn't have a fancy celebration for his goals. He could be um instead of the hotline blinger, he could come up with a one dance kind of thing and he could get his shit together. That's his fault. Or he could just copy whatever Homer Simpson does. <laughs> I bet y'all t- I bet United fans would take Antoine Griezmann right now over Zlatan any day of this season. No but, yeah, but Okay. So, but I didn't. But I didn't. But I didn't say that Griezmann's <laughs> a bad player, or that I wouldn't want him at United. I just think that, like, like Skim said, it's a weird situation because Griezmann either needs to play up top or on the left hand side, and we're so talent heavy on that side of the ball um, that I don't know if it's the right fit. I got, I got a home for Anthony Martial if y'all sign. Yo, y- y'all think United got time to wait for these dudes to to. Become what y'all think they're gonna be. How many should. <laughs> we should. We should. No. No. Honestly, yo, yo. Like honestly, we. This is a perfect transition because we can transition to England and and the United game. But if you look at our best players, bro, they're all young. They're all young. Yeah, is that a good thing or a bad thing? That's a great thing. It's a great thing. That's a great Not thing. Not the advantage we have, but it's a great thing. And we have where, a. Where are y'all at on the table right now? You think Griezmann's uh, gonna have them in first or second? I'm not saying that. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get both sides of this because yeah, it's cool to have young players and 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 they start. Asensio's been our best player in a lot. Yeah, Milan, Milan can say the same thing. They got a bunch of young players, but are they are they winning the league? Are they? I mean, this is United. You have to understand, like yo, this is this is, and it's funny. Like I spoke to some, I spoke to one of my close friends about Milan. It's like they're getting a really good core right now. Like what they did is they got rid of a lot of their old core. Like now the young core is coming through. Like you got players like Suso who's finally coming through. You... Okay. Oh, scams you there? Oh. Ah uh, damn, we lost one man <laughs> mid rant. <laughs> but uh, but picking up with scams was was uh was dropping down um i think yeah we a lot of our players are really young they're really good and they have the talent to develop and they've shown flashes that they can carry they can carry a a serious load we might need a bit more reinforcement but i don't know if a player like griezmann although he could be really good for united what does that mean for well that that means memphis is gone memphis is is gone gone, right martial is probably gone too yeah exactly so like we have those players. We have Rashford up top, which we may get another year out of Zlatan. It depends on how this year goes and if um, there's another team that wants to buy him, maybe an MLS team or, or something like that. They've been talking about the Galaxy now that Robbie Keane's gone because he's getting up there in age. But, um, but I'm shocked Zlatan, right now. But Zlatan's so good. No, I'm a Griezmann fan. No, I'm not even, I'm not even about the Griezmann for, anymore. <laughs> I'm shocked that I got United fans talking about waiting – and stick with the young dudes. And y'all play in the Premier League, man, where you got City out here buying world-class player after world-class player. Like, y'all got to keep up. Well, we've been buying world-class players. We bought Mkhitaryan, even though we didn't play him. We got Pogba. 
Bai is going to be amazing for us. Like, it's not it's not that that we aren't buying players. We spent just they just spent like a a little bit more money than me than than uh than me than us. <laughs> See, I'm getting that <laughs> personal now. Um, they spent a little bit more money than us, but yeah, I mean. I mean, I, I, I respect, I respect it. I respect it, but it wasn't just too long ago y'all was willing to shell out big money for Sergio Ramos, and that was never gonna happen. I'm just saying, it was, it was on the table, and all I'm saying, uh, y'all, y'all bought Pogba, y'all paid fifty for Martial, and if Griezmann wants to play for y'all, and y'all be like, nah, we cool, we got this young dude over here, like the world gonna look at y'all like y'all crazy. Oh, they're not. The no, world. they're not. But okay. we paid fifty. We paid fifty for Martial. So that that's the that's the money right there. My my thing is this is right. It's like a lot of teams, like a lot, a lot of fans. Like this is what I'm. This is what I'm saying about Leipzig. This is why I hate the bullshit. Like Leicester comparisons to Leipzig is like you have to have a strategic plan as an office, like as a front board. Like what do you want to do? Do you want do you want to win now? Or do you want to continue to develop a, a strong core? I feel like we need to continue with this young core that we have and let them take it to another level. Like, sure, is it going to be ugly for a while? Yeah, it is. But, I mean, you got to take mm. care. Like, you have to, like, make sure that these young kids are, like, your core. Like, Rashford is a supreme talent. Martial is a supreme talent. Like, you know, we need to continue on this road. And for me, it's like you can't just keep shelling out odd amounts of money on players just because they're, like, the hot flavor of the moment. Like, Shit no, no doubt. Like, like, like Scams is saying, like, for instance, perfect example. And we'll see, we'll see what United is about next week, right? Because that goal against Arsenal, that was Rashford's fault. <laughs> Rashford yeah. switched off on defense. He allowed that cross to come in from Ox. And, and we gave up a game that we should have won, right? So we'll, we'll see if he starts next week, what happens, especially because Latan is back, whether he starts on the left or he starts up top, right? But he should not play on the left, Chris. I understand that. But but my point is, we'll see. We'll see what United and Mourinho what the what the plan and what the goal is there. Because like Scam said, since Fergie left, we've been on this like we have to rekindle the flame and we have to be this big club and show we're a big club by by splashing out the cash and trying to sign players. Like we've been trying to go after every big name. Um, like it's like it's a FIFA fucking career mode over the past couple of years, right? We've been striking out, striking out, and it hasn't really gotten us anywhere. But what we have managed to do is luck up on some really good young talent, and we have some really good players coming out of the academy. And we have really good players on loan right now, like people like Andres Pereira. Like, he needs game time next year coming back to United. He's a baller. We have Yanezai out of Sunderland. Who knows what's going to happen to him, but he's another person on the flanks. We have Mkhitaryan who can't get any game time right now. Hopefully he'll start getting into the team. So we have the players there to make a push, like, within the club infrastructure, but we got to see what, what happens. But... Let's let's get let's get into England. <laughs> so we can we can start with United because since we're already talking about them and the draw that feels like a loss against Arsenal. Scams, you wanna you wanna address it because I'm I'm still like kind of in my feelings and a little emotional about it, so I don't wanna I don't wanna yell. Celebrated way too early. <laughs> uh, yeah, some of us celebrated too early. I mean, eh, you know, I was kind of upset that we let the you know let the um. I don't even know what to call them. Bitch made team. Let that bitch made team score. By the way, Arsenal fans, y'all are really, really whack. Like, y'all some fucking losers. Some supreme <laughs> fucking losers. And if you want to at me, my at is Nigerian scans with three S's if you want to talk to me. But y'all some talk fucking to him. losers. 
Yeah. Don't add fields, add scams. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't understand, like, how y'all so happy that you drew us. Like, you guys are acting like, you guys are, like, honestly, you guys are, like, the Lexus to West Ham's Toyota. Like, you guys are the luxury West Ham, and that's what you got. Mm. So, Bro, but, but that's just the ambitions of the club. They're happy with that point, and we're, no matter what happened over the past couple of years at United, that feels like a loss to us because we're used to winning. We dominated that game. The lineup was, was pretty much Man. as good as you could get it with, with the injuries that we had in the team. The substitutions made sense for the most part. Even though you and I disagree on the Mata substitution, like we had the game won. We wanted to like kind of hold down the fort. Um, and Rashford switched off for five seconds and we got punished, and that's fair. But I know the table doesn't look great, but if you really think about it, we really have only gotten outplayed twice a season. That first half against City, where we got bossed in the Chelsea game. Other than that, the only the Europa games were like niggas really didn't give a fuck. And you can see it in the players' faces that they didn't give a fuck. We've been good. The results haven't been there. We haven't put the ball in the back of the net as much as I would like. But especially compared to last year, to that LVG side that was, like, very stale and stagnant, we're creating chances, bro. The midfield is Lincoln. Carrick, Herrera, and Pogba is the midfield. And it looks like Jose's realized that that is his midfield right there. The attack looked good, although I think that – the game plan that we played was more suited for Zlatan's skill set than Rashford. I don't think we played the ball through enough to him. But, but yeah, we dominated an on-fire Arsenal side. Phil Jones and Rojo. And <laughs> niggas like the dog whisperer. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a, it's a did, you, did you see world-class Giroud, shiny Charizard, my nigga. I gave you the shout-out, fuck you. Why you do that to me, dog? <laughs> he, got, he got shiny on me in the wrong moment. Um, but no, did you see Theo on the pitch? Craig David wasn't there. Uh, Craig, Craig, David, the, Craig David wasn't there. You see Ramsey on the pitch? They were neutralized, bro. We played a masterclass game, got the goal, and we should have won. The, result, the results haven't been there, but United look good, bro. We look good. Um, I'll say this though, Under Herrera is a baller and Arsenal fans better stop talking shit about him because every time he puts on that United jersey and plays against y'all, he always does well. So stop talking shit about my guy. Also, and shout oh, out my, to Bass players. My bad, continue scams. I, I got a little, I got a little something. Nah, like, I mean, at the end of the day, it's kind of frustrating. Obviously, you like, we're used to winning. Like, I think that's the thing, United fans, that we're really spoiled. Like, we're used to us, like, always winning games and these past, I don't know, what is it, three, four years since Fergie's retired, it's just been like, what the fuck is this? First of all, Josie has to apologize to Eva because that curse is still coming through. So apologize to Eva, Josie, please. <laughs> the footy guys is petty as fuck. Yeah, they really are. But it is what it is. Yeah, no doubt. But also, I want to say something to Arsenal fans. I ain't seen no dabbing fucking, uh, no dabbing tweets this weekend. <laughs> and I want to know why. Y'all was talking so much shit and giving them whack-ass boom zakalaka tweets that I seen y'all <laughs> tweeting. And a big game comes and that nigga can't even make the start in 11. Big so man getting out, outplaced by fucking Cockland. <laughs> All right? So y'all niggas need to look in the fucking mirror and figure out what the fuck is going on at y'all whack-ass club before you ever... Ever Yo, come talk Arsenal, about Paul Pogba again? Clap back oh, so hard on y'all, man. That's fine. Fuck it. Feels with the underscore. Y'all know that. Come talk they gonna, to me. They gonna they gonna be like, look at the table. Why y'all so far back? It's not. It's not about the table. I know. I know I'm gonna <laughs> say that the last time they won the league. 
fucking Kanye wasn't writing on stage and Kanye had no kids, so fuck your fucking league. Listen, like you couldn't even you couldn't even Google the EPL table. You had to like look in the newspaper and shit. Bro, that was <laughs> the even, that goal was the first goal goal they scored against a Jose side in nine years. They Man, haven't look. beat United in ten years, nigga. I was in <laughs> middle school, B, eating snack lunches. Ordering three cookies for a dollar with the chocolate yeah. milk. I am a grown ass man. Get table your club right. together, B. Yo, how they got the table talk? Team, how they can, how can they how can they talk table talk when they haven't won a fucking title since that time? Look, dog. Look, man. I'm the, reason why they, the reason why they were so happy with that point is because they too bad. They ain't deserve it because they ain't fucking deserve it. That's why niggas. they have But yeah, ass niggas ain't I'm deserve gonna it. Say one last thing before we move on. The last time Arsenal won the league, Gmail wasn't even a thing. Facebook was just starting out, and it was called the Facebook. So fuck y'all and stop talking shit about my club. <laughs> Rashford was eight years old the last time you beat United. Fuck off. He was seven. <laughs> seven, even worse. Nigga was watching Barney. Oh my Went God. through whole school and watched y'all niggas. <laughs> y'all done? No, y'all fuck finished? that whack-ass club. <laughs> All right, now we're done. Um... So we'll switch to the other side of Manchester. The ghost of Yaya Torre, back from the dead. Birthday cake poppy with the brace. Uh, I'm going to apologize. He ain't, apo- he ain't apologized, did he? He did. He did? He, uh, he apologized, but his agent is a bitch. Um, <laughs> I saw a Man City fan say that he's not a legend. Look at you, dumbass. He's the best player in club history. What? Bro, that was all over the timeline. City fans... City fans were saying, it's not about talent. It's one about city. what you mean to the club. Nigga. Don't say City fans because they're about to come for your head. It was one City fan. Well, I mean, what they mean to the club. Nigga, you didn't even know your club existed like five years ago. Relax. I had a Nando's one day and got curved and said he's not a legend no more. Bro. <laughs> Dog, this Joe, is, Hart, Joe Hart is a city legend. Like, Kunaguero, they how want. Low the list is. Kunaguero, they want out the door. Them city niggas is petty, bro. Get a so little right, bit of success right. and one bald ass coach, and y'all think y'all run things. <laughs> My God, you niggas make me sick. Damn, I missed that. Yeah, I missed that. Yaya Toure is probably in the top five center midfielders that ever played in the Premier League. Don't ever disrespect Yaya again. Put respect on Birthday Cake Poppy's name, man. He, that guy's an amazing football player. Saved y'all. He's a great football player. Yeah, yeah, Tori is. And I'm happy. I'm happy to see him play again. Um, feel bad for Mandark. He got you know subbed off again. Um, he, I think his career is kind of done now. Yeah, man. Yo, Yaya's leaving, dog. He scored them goals to put other teams on notice. That was that was the that was the APB. I still he was just telling people I still got it. Don't don't let them yeah. fool you. Schweinsteiger over at the tennis match, sick as fuck, bro. Right. He like yeah yeah I got back and scoring goals and I can't right. get no tick. <laughs> somebody somebody gonna pick them up. They are gonna pay those wages. Yeah man. Um, but yeah, let's we don't talk about them very much. But Crystal Palace, man, they got so much talent in like my boy Connor. Pardew is like kind of eyed as a coach, you know what I mean? Like, is it is it just like this parent doesn't match? But like, I think they both ran their course too. I think they might need to go look for another coach. Their roster is so young and pacey and fast, and I feel like they should just be causing. Like today, they really cause shitty problems, but they don't do that on the regular. I mean, they cause Liverpool problems. That's true. 
So that's really what matters. They did well that year, so good for them. Speak, right. Speaking of Liverpool, uh, Southampton 0, Southampton 0 was a good game. Uh, oh, my bad. I meant Liverpool. Same club, pretty much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> JV and varsity, basically. JV, JV versus varsity. They had their scrimmage or whatever, nil-nil. Bunch of waste man ting, you know what I mean? But uh, it was it was actually funny because I was watching the game and I tweeted this out. So when the game started, like uh, it was at Southampton. So every time like a Liverpool player that used to play for Southampton touched the ball, they booed. Them niggas booed for like 15 minutes straight. <laughs> like, Liverpool was just passing around the box and the booze just did not stop. Yeah, yo. That's crazy. That's I was crazy. crying. Um, Feeder club versus parent club. Yeah, man. That was that was the in the in the driveway game right there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Nil nil. I think this might have been only the second time that Liverpool hasn't scored this season. I'm shocked by the result. I'm not even gonna lie. I thought they would just blitz the hell out of them, but for them not to score a goal, that's that's shocking to me. Their player, especially Coutinho, coming off of international duty in form, and, and it's the rest of the players, like the form that they've been in, and not to be able to score against Southampton, who I believe is, what, 10th place? Yeah. That, I, I think Klopp and Liverpool have to feel like they – I mean, they could be sitting in first right now with that game. Yeah, man. I uh, it definitely was a it definitely was a missed opportunity for them to uh, to really cement a little bit of a league and lead in a tight league. Um, speaking of tight league, uh, real quickly, Tottenham three, West Ham two. West Ham gave that fucking game away. Man, it's really hard to be Billish Hive right now because they're uh, hairy. Hey man, it's it's just not the same magic as last season. Really not. I I don't know how to call it. They looked really good. Uh, they were up two one, and then fucking weak ass pen, and then that Harry Kane uh, gimme goal that bounced off the goalie to to tap in into the open net. Um, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, they got two cats scoring named Harry scoring goals. Yeah, and that wing snake. Yeah, it was it was real. It was it was some jammy goals, but they got Tottenham got the job done. They showed some fight. Um, shout out to Pochettino's men, really holding pace. Um, and Chelsea, Chelsea is uh, is top of the league right now, right? Yeah, they just yep. yep. They uh, they beat Middlesbrough one 0 Diego Costa goal. Um, it's Middlesbrough. I don't know really if there's much to say about that. But Conte's men win again, six in a row. Uh, salute to them. And also, um, Victor Moses called himself a youngster. Ben, My friend, I'm not no youngster. I beg, please stop that nonsense. You're not a youngster. Stop that nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Who oh. is that? Yo, Skins, why you put your dad on the mic, yo? <laughs> 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 oh, I thought oh. we just caused some interference, Doc. No, I had, to, I, I, I had, to, I had to give him the night, the natural accent because I would have done that. Are ah, you saying you're a young son? Yeah, at your age, you're almost thirty. You're saying you're a young son. Please, please talk to me. Please. <laughs> Scans went Nollywood with it. That's lit. <laughs> oh man. So, uh, so the new ultras is, is is for the people and for the culture. So we're gonna talk about some shit that just happened to be floating down the timeline this weekend. Uh, 
it was just some opinions about like other leagues and blah blah blah, and the fact that La Liga, that La Liga is quote unquote trash, right? And the and the rationale, and but this is this isn't like a shot at a specific person or anything, but this is like a, a narrative that's been spoken about like that league and, and other leagues around around Europe and, and around the world really, um, especially in comparison to the EPL where it's like the level of parity is, is higher and they're saying that La Liga is traditionally like a two-team now with Atletico, a, a three-team league, um, and that really the results don't matter because Barca and uh, – Barcelona and Real just beat up on the lower club teams. And, and, I mean, you've seen that sentiment even on, like, quote-unquote real publications like ESPN FC. I've seen them say that, like, people bend over for Barcelona and Real when they come to town. So can you guys just talk about, like, the league and, and, and your perceptions of just, like, parity and, and how that how that really affects, like, the vision of, of La Liga? Chris, you going to talk first? Or? Yeah. I'm, it's, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to I tried to lead up to that in the I most nuanced manner. Like I I I you can talk all the shit you want. There people love fucking Watford versus Bournemouth being a five five game in the fucking ninetieth minute. So it's the most competitive league or something. <laughs> when the same amount of teams Sands Leicester last year have won each league the last decade, it's as competitive as any other league. People just don't watch it because a they don't understand Spanish or b they're too broke to have b in sports. Stop <laughs> <laughs> feeding off your fucking work Wi-Fi, bitch, and watch the game on TV. Ooh, shit. <laughs> oh shit! Damn, I'm pulling Griezmann and I'ma disappear. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Yo, Chris is really out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. How do you follow that? How do you follow that? I uh, there were some good games in the Bundesliga this week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, that, that whole uh, them, them German cats. Uh, let's, Jesus look, Christ. I mean, I, all I can say to follow up after that is, uh, you know, so La Liga got, got some money. Um, they started – to share the revenue and everything with the, with the other teams. Um, but I, okay. Like years ago, years ago, yes, you could make a de- You probably win the debate on it's a two team, three team league, but now, I mean, yes, Real Madrid and Barca are second, but Barcelona have lost two games early this year. Sevilla are third, Villarreal, they're fourth, Real Sociedad, which I'm sure most people have never even heard of, are fifth. And Atletico's at sixth, and Bilbao's at seventh. And all of them are within a point of each other except for the race between Real Madrid and, and Barcelona. So it's close. EPO is close as well. Um, but it's fun seeing these lower clubs, I guess, kind of perform. They're not laying down anymore, and they're, they're spinning. I mean, Celta Vigo beat Barca. Um, you know, Villarreal, they're winning, uh, you know, they're in Europa, surprising team. Sevilla wins the, they own the Europa League. That's, that's their kind of moniker right there, but, and they're in third. So you just have to watch, you just have to watch the league. That's really all it comes down to. But I mean, Real Madrid and Barcelona get all the, the pub and that's all you see. You can, you see either people wearing a Messi jersey or Ronaldo jersey here in the States. And I mean, I would be shocked if you saw anyone wearing a, another team out of La Liga 
Um, I don't even see Atletico Madrid jerseys that often. If I do, then I already know that person's like either from there or they just are a real die diehard fan. So it's gonna take time. Um, but I agree with what Chris is saying. It's it's stupid uh, because EPL fans, for some reason, they forget that they bring in a majority of their players from La Liga, um, and they ball out for them. So so let's just just learn where that player came from. Like if you got Juan Mata on your team. Know the history of like that Valencia because he was with he was with a dope team like there's some history there, like if you look at that Valencia team you'd be like damn all those players came from there and they was doing this and that I'm like yeah it's so plenty on that like yo, if your leading goal scorer came from Atletico Madrid you can't say La Liga's trash no doubt I right. mean we we that was the point I was bringing up before like if you look at the talent that just that one club at that one position that's fed the the EPL. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's it's crazy. But, but like, I, I tweeted this out earlier, but, like, I really think that this year might have the most, quote-unquote, parity in European football that it's been for a long time, right? So if you, so if you go through league by league, right, England, people were saying it was either United or City in preseason, right? And yep. definitely City when the season started. Um, there's probably, like, five or six teams that could win the league in England right now, right? Spain, okay. Spain. it was the typical uh, Barca-Real. Barca struggled. Real had, Real's been on a really long winning streak, but you guys had that period where, like, you were drawing games against people you shouldn't draw against. Atletico has been there. Yeah, teams like Celta Vigo, who've been performing out, outside of themselves technically, right? So yeah. you, then you look at Germany. Germany, it's always either uh, Dortmund or Bayern. Bayern haven't looked as great under Carlo. Dortmund's had their young people, their young team struggles, and you had a unknown team that wasn't even really in the top flight of the of German football, like in first in the league. Even France, where you think PSG is going to run away with it, like we did, um, they they haven't solidified a lead yet at all. Even Juve lost two in Serie A, so I think I think there's tons of good football in all the leagues, and and it's really going to come down to late in the spring this year. Um, so really enjoy it. There's there's enough people because we're like kind of in the mix between two generations where the older generation is still kind of at the end of their piece. And then there's a new generation of players coming in and a lot of young talent. So a lot of these, these smaller clubs that weren't able to get this young talent are really, really uh, fucking utilizing that and it's making more parody. So yeah, watch some shit that you don't watch before. Like I, I watched the uh, league on game today and that shit was dope fucking Olympic Marseille against Cannes. And, and normally I don't I don't watch French football like that. But, like, I learned so much just watching that game about different players to scout and, and just, like, tactics and shit. So if you're really into the sport, you know, definitely try and uh, watch some other shit. But let's get into Bundesliga because this shit is interesting as fuck. <laughs> scams, 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 have, fake side thing. I have nothing to say. This is all scams. Scams, side Hey, man, look. Put it's not even fake gun. anymore, man. It's not even. It's not even fake anymore. I love Leipzig, man. <laughs> I love Leipzig. I'm about to get. About to give me a Leipzig jersey soon. Yeah, man. They had. They had a big win. They fought back. They showed some heart against Bayer Leverkusen. Yeah. I yo, mean, you get, yo, you get that kit, dog, and walk around New York. They're gonna think. They're gonna be like, "What Red Bulls jersey is that?" <laughs> that's the alternative, dog. <laughs> they're gonna think that's a throwback. Word. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, I just think it's amazing that, like, obviously, like, we give City shit for it. That, like, you know, this rich club came out of nowhere. Like, now they're just doing – but I like that shit. I really do enjoy it. I think that 
you know, if you can have the money and then you have a good structure behind it, that I, I love that. I love that sort of thing. Like as much as much shit as I give Les and like the rest of the city fans, they have a good, they really have a good structure behind them. So I'm not really gonna give them shit for it. But jokes are gonna be joke. But no, I mean like Leipzig, they they're really doing their thing. Emil Forsberg is a really really good player. I think that if you've never seen this team play before, you should definitely check them out. Forsberg, Naby Keita, those guys are really, really good players. And they also have an American on their team, too. He hasn't played yet, but Terrence Boyd is there. So, yeah, is I mean, he? Team, yeah, Terrence Boyd is at Leipzig. He's been at Leipzig for two years now. Shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah so get familiar. They're top of the table in the Bundesliga. Uh, haven't lost a game yet. They're 8-3-0. Eight, eight, and, oh. um, yep. and also, last thing, don't ever compare them to Leicester, please, because the only similarities they have is... <laughs> They have rich owners, and unlike Leicester, they Red Bull has a fucking. They have a great structure. Like they have actual football guys that's actually running their show. So, Scams, yeah. talk about that a little bit because I've been seeing that like there was like a BBC Sport tweet floating around the timeline about comparing them, saying that they're the German Leicester City. So, like, could you go a little bit in depth on like Red Bull, just like for real quick, so for people who who aren't familiar with the club. All right, so they were like found in 09. Um, their owners bought out this amateur team and then they became who they are. And then from like 09 till about now, they've been moving up in Germany in, in increments. And, um, you know, they came about. I mean, they obviously have big financial backing when they were like the, you know, the lower Bundesliga size. They were available to, you know, have the money to, you know, give out big salaries to players you know, compared to other teams. But, I mean, even last year, Davy Selke was playing in the Bundesliga. And he dropped the division to come play for Leipzig in the second Bundesliga. And now he's with them. Yeah, I mean, weren't they weren't they in like the eighth division or something like that? And they had like a goal of making it to the Bundesliga in ten years, and now they're leading the Bundesliga. Uh, and it's it's only been what like eight, not even. They're like ahead of schedule, like way ahead of where they thought they would be. Um, they bought Oliver Burke in the summer, and I remember there was this big thing about Oliver shouldn't join Leipzig, he should go to Burnley instead, but now Oliver's playing for the best team in Germany, so, yeah, I mean, they're structured. Oh. Yeah, Oliver Burke. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, they're, like, really just, I, I think it's amazing to see how this one small team could just be taken over, and they're really, a lot of teams, a lot of people don't like them, that's the crazy thing in Germany, they don't really like them too much, but. Yeah, because, I mean, they're shaking up the establishment, like, that, that, that's not how German football is has been built. And you you look at a club like Bayern that like through infrastructure and through buying other teams, the best players in Germany, they've solidified themselves as a force. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. it's kind of it's kind of a shock to the system. I mean, it was the same thing when Chelsea came around. Like even before City, like Chelsea was the first one that like, I think in our lifetime that like really it was like who the fuck is this club? Paper fans, you know what I mean? They just came yeah. out of nowhere, um, like with all this like splash of cash and, and shit. And then eventually they developed it to like a respectable footballing club. But like Leipzig, I think because, especially because they've done it from like such a, a lower division definitely commands people's respect. So definitely keep an eye out for them. Who knows whether they'll be able to like sustain this until the end of the season and win the league. But like, they're a great story to watch and the club's not going to go away. I don't think like, like you see what Leicester kind of struggling in, in England this year after their success story. Um, I don't think Leipzig is, is just going to fall off the wagon next year. So definitely keep an eye out for them. 
Um, but talking about traditional powers, we had the traditional top two uh, German teams face off this weekend, Bayern versus Dortmund. Uh, and Dortmund pulled it out, one zip. Obama Yang with the goal, uh, Carlo B. Lyon. And that was, their, <laughs> that was their first L of the season. But they haven't, they haven't looked as, as good domestically as they had under Pep. Like, they were really walking the league in those years. And it's been an adjustment period. And, and I think there were, like, some players that, like, were doing really good under Pep that aren't getting the same shine, like Douglas Costa, and then players who couldn't get a game under Pep, like Ribéry, which are, like, kind of, like, in the lineup hardcore now. So what's, what's going on there? Uh, this is what Carlo gets for being a liar. <laughs> <laughs> also, Carlo's allergic to winning the league. I mean, I remember when United were looking for another coach post LVG, and like before Moyes, they wanted Carlo. I was like, I don't want Carlo on my like. I just don't want him there because we're not going to win the league. Like that's just not it. And I think for me, they missed. They they shouldn't have got Carlo. I think with what Pep built, and it's the same thing with. With Jose, like I feel like if you have a manager that plays a specific style, and that style has been working for you, I mean, then LVG didn't work out for us, but you have to kind of follow that model. You know what I'm saying? Like you just can't hire a a Carlo after Pep. That's that's just doesn't work. That like that that's just not it. And that's that's what they get. Yeah, I, <laughs> I can't I can't speak bad about my guy Carlo. He gave me La Decima. But he is not the most – he's not a tactician. Let's just put it that way. Um, and I, I think everyone just assumes that even it's, – it's funny because when, when Pep was there, people just assumed, like, Byron could do the, what they were doing under Pep on their own. Like, they didn't need him. And now yeah. he's gone. And, you know, now you're hearing the stuff like Carlo's not doing enough. Um, and they're sitting in second. So you know what kind of job it is to have at Byron. Like, you should be leading the league always by, like, six points or something like that. So so it's a it's a pressure job. Not saying that Carlo can't handle it. He's been at plenty of big clubs. But I don't. I agree with Scams. I don't know. I don't know what they were trying – they were looking at replacing. I mean, I know there was some infighting or allegedly some infighting with the board and Pep or whatever. But, you know, if we're just keeping it on the pitch – Carlo can't hold a candle to Pep when it comes to to tactics. He can motivate players, obviously. You know, he's a fun, fun, fun guy and, and everything, and he can kind of get the best out of you that way. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But like you guys said just before we got to Bayern and Dortmund, but you got teams waking up in this league now, and you know, it's it's. I think I think Bayern are just catching jabs right now from like teams that they used to walk over and. And that could be it too. Like these other teams are just stepping up, um, and they're playing better football against them. So, so yeah. you got you have to look at it a couple of ways. Some of it's Carlo. Some of it's the players. They always have players. They always have like key players hurt there. And then like you have these um, Leipzig uh, teams, you know, showing up and like giving it to you. Now I know they only have one loss, but they also have three draws. So I don't, I'm not sure who those were against, but um, I can't remember. But um, this is a different league now, so. Uh, but I don't, I don't see Carlo being there too long. Byron always, it's like a turnstile there. They don't keep managers too long, uh, so they're probably already working on who they're gonna bring in next. Yeah, um, I get what you guys are saying. I think the the rationale behind hiring Carlo 
is that they hoped that he would eventually bring them what Pep wasn't able to bring them, which was that CL victory. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I, I, not, not it's not even really a shot at my ball man's over there. He just couldn't get the job done. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and, they, and that's what they I, brought him in for, right? That, yeah. So, so like the way the way Bayern traditionally has run that league, I felt like they thought, all right, leagues are given. We don't even care about that. We need to solidify ourselves in Europe. Who could we get that's on the market right now that we can that would make sense that we think could get us over the hump, right? So they tried Pep and all the tactics and flooding the midfield and full backs in the in the wing backs and, and all the backs in the back didn't work, <laughs> right? Playing eight formations a game didn't work. And now they went to Carlo, the players coach. Um so we'll see. I don't I don't think that like the league necessarily is their goal. I think that we'll see at the end of the year where they are. Um, and, and that'll determine whether he's had a successful, uh, whether he's had a successful season or not. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's, that's it for us. Do we get any questions this week? No. We also forgot about France, man. Oh yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 I forgot a whole ass country, and I watched them this week. What am I doing? Um, Falcao's study abroad helped them. Oh man, my fault, my fault, my fault. <laughs> it is, it is crazy in France right now. It is crazy in France. So let's Falcao, let's talk Falcao about it. Falcao was back from study abroad. Monaco three zip over Lorraine. It's it's crazy how like I guess I guess a little warmer weather. The knees ain't hurting so much, you know what I mean? He's looking a little more a little more languid. He's out there running, scoring goals again. <laughs> um, yeah, man, France is crazy because we spoke in the, in the beginning of the season, like PSG is going to run this league, X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. And they're not at all. They're in third right now. Uh, tie, yeah, um, behind our goal difference behind Monaco. Shout out Nice, young Balotelli running the ting. You know what I mean? Mario wasn't even there today. He was suspended, so he was in. Uh, so he was watching the Milan Derby. <laughs> Real nigga shit. Um, but they still held it down. They they got that one 0 win. Uh, PSG won two zip over Nats. Uh, that was this game was actually Di Maria's first goal of the season, which is crazy to me. And he left injured. And he left injured, which is big for the Champions League up against Arsenal. Uh, Fucking frauds! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm st- I'm still mad. I c- I'm not gonna get over that. Um, and Leon's been plugging away. Uh, they got that one uh, 0 win over Lille. Uh, yeah, in the game I watched Marseille over Khan. Marseille is like s- trying to get back to it. Um, it's weird because like I feel like they're just one of those clubs that like they should be in the top of France, and I don't know. Yes why they're like languishing in mid table four wins five draws four losses this is the first win under the new coach um i'm probably not going garcia yeah 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 so uh and they got my man who skims told me is on loan gomez is rocking the the captain's armband and he just got there last week so like (laughs) what's what's going on over there I'm the captain now. <laughs> the word he came in on some uh, on some Captain's Phillips shit. Yeah. Um, now nah, you're right, Marseille. 
I mean, their history is revolved or known as them being at the top tier of uh, French football. So it's crazy, man. I, I don't know what's going on. I, I don't follow it enough to, to know. Maybe there was something I missed, but Marseille used to be a spectacular team to watch. Um, I'm not going to say it's sad, but they're like, they're like Valencia right now, right? I mean, it's shocking. I think Marseille, I'm looking – yeah, Marseille's in 11th. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's yeah, definitely but, not where they're, where they're used to being. It really is. Um, yeah, and we got, uh, got one more country to get to. We can go over to Italy now. Uh, first off, Juventus beat the fish people. Three <laughs> Also, Juventus subbed on a kid that was born in 2000, Moises Keane. Yeah, man. We're getting old. Yo. <laughs> we're getting fucking old. I don't think y'all understand that I literally remember watching Euro 2000. And as a kid that's born in 2000 is playing professional football. Like, that shit is tripping me out, man. Yeah, man. We're, all, we're out here washed as fuck. Um, Crazy to me. But, yeah, we had what used to be one of the biggest derbies in the world, trying to get back to the, to the <laughs> former glory, the Milan derby. Uh Ended 2-2. It was a good-ass game. It was a good-ass game. It was a good-ass game. If you can find the <laughs> if you can find the repeat, please do watch that shit because it was probably the best it's been in years. Both clubs are not what they used to be, but, but AC is up there on the table. The third, um, tied with Juve. Uh, not Juve, tied with Roma on points, uh, a little bit behind Juve, who's also lost twice this year, which I, did, I think didn't happen until, like, February last year. They were, like, running the league. Um, they're running the league, but yeah, they got two L's. I mean, they're yeah. they're comfortable at first right now. <laughs> Sims, uh, run through that game for us real quick. Um, Suso, shout out to Liverpool Suso. first of all. Shout out to Liverpool for being <laughs> dumbasses and let Suso go for free. What? Like, why does everyone leave Liverpool and then just become dog? Like, Y'all remember when I put that in the chat? <laughs> I said that man, I was like, yo. Why is Yo, this so like, have you ever seen people that, that like you ever seen people that get out of prison and then they like get their life together? <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool is sing sing and niggas be on their rehab. Crazy. I can't believe it. That's nuts. There's something to that, man. There's something to it. For real. This game's continuing. Well, <laughs> scored a goal with like uh with two minutes left in the first half and then um Kandreva scored a beautiful goal. And then Suso scored again, and right at the death, um, Perisic scored. Fucking um, Perisic, Perisic was, man. Perisic was missing some shots, but he got the one that counted. So. Mm. Screamer, too. Yep. Yeah, here man. Here we are. So. so they did well. Also, Roma is the Italian version of Arsenal. <laughs> that's exactly what they are. They are yeah, Arsenal. man. How did, how did they lose to Atlanta? I know it's Adelantia, but we're calling them Atlanta <laughs> for sake and purposes. So so deaf records came up in Roma and got and got the dub. Atlanta, I love it. I like that. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> That's what I'm calling them now. So so, so deaf records. Uh, Jermaine Dupree gave him the sister to Brat. <laughs> Worry, Luda came through and crushed their buildings, disturbed all the peace. But yeah, I mean. It's a shame. It's like Roma is supposed to be this good team, and 
Yeah. Yo, silently, Joe Hart's having a good career. Tarina, silently. Yeah, they're they're up in seven. Uh they won today, two zero. Yeah. Clean sheet, clean sheet for him. Yeah. Baloney beat Palermo. I'm saying all these names wrong on purpose, guys. I, I really know what what they're called. Um, <laughs> just letting y'all know. <laughs> Napoli got the dub over Udinese. Yeah, man, Syria is tight too. Like, yeah, if you watch, if you watch from like fourth down, even even all right, look, no, nah, second second to eighth is separated by six points. That's pretty tight. And then Inter, Inter, Chivino, and Sampdoria all have 18. So they're, like, two behind that threshold. Like, depending on, like, a, a, a spree of results, shit could go real left in Syria. I mean, besides Juventus, like, collapsing. But, like, second, like, the rest of the places, second through, I would say, about, like, eight. It's a real toss-up. Like, that could go, like, pretty much any, any which way. So yeah, even even Sevilla is trying to be great again, guys. So give yo, other leagues a chance. Yo, over under on how many managers enter go through this year, Doc? One, and then next year they get Diego. <laughs> <laughs> you think they only gonna they gonna fire one more or bring in one more this season? Probably. Yeah. What's up? What's up with my man Gabby Gold, man? I told y'all. What's up with that? No, man? they have like they have like twelve strikers already on the squad. Like it was stupid. I don't get it. I don't get it. That's sad, man. We That's gotta we gotta get we gotta get Arson on here to talk about his. He should have uh, seen. He should have seen that dog. The writing on the wall. Yeah, I mean, and then it has to say something. I mean, I know he has some trouble getting some papers or something, but damn, he can't even start over a dare. Um, who else is on that team, man? Uh, he he's not gonna start over. Here. Andre Cardi, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's not gonna start over them. Paris, yeah. yeah. Nah, nah, they're they're deep. They got too many, man. They, just they got, got that. Many. They got that nigga wearing ninety six, man. Ninety six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's a here, like he's a red special teams, freshman, bro. <laughs> red shirt freshman on special teams. One man's a long snapper, dog. Damn. They got that nigga in the holder <laughs> position. Free my nigga Gabby Gold, man. Nah, go back to Brazil, dog. You <laughs> gotta ask for that loan, man. For real. 96, bro. They don't they don't put no respect on my man's name. <laughs> they got they got Icardi, Yovatic, yeah, uh Palacio, Biabiani, um, Adair, and Gabriel. Yeah, man. That's that's, that's a that's, that's a tough lot. to crack. That's tough to crack. <laughs> that is tough, bro. Oh hey. my god! Not, also, not, 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 not everybody out. comes out of Santos ready to go like Neymar, right? <laughs> I, I got I'll one thing to say. <laughs> everybody needs to watch out for Casper Dolberg, who plays for Ajax. The kid scored a first half hat trick today, and he's been yo. That kid out. looks like he's ten years old, man. Casper is a baller. Casper Dolberg, he's a he he's a he's a menace. He got so, to change his name though, because if he come to England and he miss he miss a game, you know they're gonna do the Casper Ghost yeah. tweets, and I have really you, don't want that flooding the timeline. Have, have you have you seen what he looks like? Casper fits him well, Doc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little Danish kid, but he's he's an absolute he's a, he's a he's a problem. The kid is very good. He scored for the first half hat trick today. Also, yeah. um, 
Free Memphis and free all the Under Armour oh guys. Oh my god! Under Armour just lost six hundred million dollars in value. So, cause Curry put out them bullshit ass, uh, them dad kicks, bro. <laughs> well, nobody buying the Memphises either, dog. I used to walk in Dick Sports and see all his little advertisements up there. They took his shit down. Damn, I mean, bro. Cause Memphis ain't getting no tick, but Curry's the back-to-back MVP, yo. But wasn't nobody buying them? I voted for Trump threes. <laughs> but anyway, not to get political. Keep your yeah. third eye open. This is the new ultras. We're about to be signing off. Make sure you send your questions in if you have something y'all want us to talk about on the podcast or our iTunes, SoundCloud. It was on Stitcher, but I think we're off that now. But uh, yeah, send those in. Vote on the pickums when we put them in on the chat. Follow us on Twitter at the new ultras. And yeah, thanks for listening. We'll holla at y'all next week. Shout out to Z Don, the goat. Shout out to Z Don. And free Kodak.